It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. What's happening, everybody? Brandon here from the Better Faster Podcast, and happy Wednesday. I'm going solo today. Josh is, he's busy. He's working, treating patients. He's running around between clinics, setting up meetings. Our schedules just didn't sync up this week, but he's going to be giving you guys an episode on the conjugate method, RIP Louis Simmons, and how he incorporates that into his training and his programming. So you know it's going to be good. It's going to be one of those episodes where you're going to want to take some notes. So get ready for that. Uh, let's see, what what all is new around here? Uh, life is good. Bo, he, my son, he's two years old. He learned how to climb out of his crib, and it's driving daddy a little nuts. But on the flip side, he's potty training like a champ, way better than his older sister. So uh, that's going to save me a lot of money in diapers. And these are the things that you get excited about whenever you're, uh, you're an adult. Uh, let's see, we got some turf in the clinic, some beautiful green turf. It's so sick. Just just really update the place, gives it more of an athletic feel. And God knows we needed some color in this place. Our colors are, are gray and black and white kind of like Raiders colors and it's cool and all but sometimes you need to just kind of freshen things up a little bit uh, let's see. I also started boxing lessons a month ago. So shout out to Todd Wilson to move well. Him and his wife, Karen Wilson, who we love so much. They run a personal training studio called Move Well. And man, I am I'm 36 years young and, and I realize that no one has ever shown me how to throw a proper one-two combo. And I'm, I'm loving it. And, and I just realized it's been way too long since I've learned a new skill, a, a new physical challenge. So I'm mainly doing it for my brain. That's what I told Todd when I signed up. But man, it's so much fun. And it just gives me a whole new perspective when, when watching him. MMA, just just like watching it through like a like a different lens, and I say MMA because I don't love boxing unless the heavies are fighting. But man, it's it's just a great time. And um, Adam, Adam, Billy, do I know you're listening? Um, Adam called me out. He wants to spar. So Adam, I'm telling you now. Once I learn how to pull my punches, it's on. Because I'd feel real bad if I broke that handsome face of yours. So. What I wanted to do was um, do a do a quick episode about a patient that I, I recently referred out, and and I think I've, I've said this before, and this might have been back when we used to do the Patreon. But you know, as a PT, I I get more and more desensitized as the years go along. Whenever someone gets just intersessional changes, gets patients feeling better because it, it, it's expected, right? That's something that we all should have the skill set to do because there's a million ways to treat everything that comes through the door. Um, but these days I'm just, I'm way more impressed when a PT does a proper referring out because in my opinion, nothing builds trust with a patient better than that. And, and I really truly believe that's where the real skill set is. So um, I want to just run through this quickly, kind of just give you the play by play. And I'm going to explain it to you like I like things explained to me, you know, explain it to me like a dumbass because I because I flunked first grade. So here we go. Um, this patient, he's a he's a gentleman that's uh, in his 40s and 
when he came to the clinic, he presented with a two to three week onset of left hip pain. So it was kind of like a C sign. So he sort of grabbed the side of his hip and he's like, you know, it starts at the side, kind of wraps around to the groin. He mentioned that it occurred during a short training run and he's like, something's not right. So he saw his doc, his primary care physician, and they did an x-ray and they're like, no, it's, it's good to go. Probably bursitis. And You'll, you'll find that a lot. Anytime someone comes in with any sort of lateral hip pain, a lot of times they saw their doctor first, they always diagnose it as bursitis. And very rarely, if ever, is it bursitis. If it is indeed a soft tissue problem, it's it's usually going to be more of like a tendinopathy on the posterior aspect of the greater trochanter. But I digress. That definitely wasn't this guy's issue. So got the x-ray, so does bursitis. They gave him some NSAIDs, probably some ibuprofen. And we're like, just take some time off, get back to it. So he took roughly a week off and signed up for a run. I believe it was a, a, a 10K, might have even been a trail run. And he said he started the run and then boom, just the, the hip pain got so severe that he just hobbled the rest of the way. He said he hobbled like 90% of the run. Uh, pain was very extreme, so much to the point that he had to get help getting into his car. He was using a walker for three or four days prior to coming into the clinic. And uh, he was eventually able to bear weight. And so, you know, right off the bat, and, and I'll get into this too about just what he looked like when he walked to the door, but right off the bat, just this is one of those examples where the subjective is so important because just listen to this. You, you, if, you, you, if you go with your gut, you go with your intuition, maybe combine that with some experience or just what you learned in your, your differential diagnosis class in PT school. Um, a lot of times it's going to tell you what the, what the next step is. So, you know, this guy who, and by the way, super awesome guy, just just really cool, really nice, easy to talk to, really, really like him a lot. I'm going to enjoy working with him here. Um, but, you know, we came into the door. I mean, I'm watching him walk through the parking lot just coming in, and it's this obvious Trend- Trendelenburg gate. And so, um, you know, fills the paperwork out, and, you know, I get him back. And the first question is like, dude, is this is this your normal, like, gate? Is this the way that you normally walk? Is this new? He's like, no, this is definitely new. I've never walked anything like this. So I was like, okay. So Trendelenburg, if you're not familiar with that, that's uh, where you're basically, you take a step and you kind of lean to the side, essentially. Um, a lot of times it's associated with with hip weakness. Like, the textbook's going to define it as glute med weakness, but... Um, also severe, intense, antalgic, painful gait will cause that as well too, because it changes the way that you're going to load these structures. So, you know, we're talking, talking, uh, trying to just get just the basic info, which I'll kind of run through real quickly, just kind of the standard things you would want to get in exam. So basically, you know, you describe this pain as, uh, a, a very, very, just severe, intense stabbing pain. It, the lowest that it gets to as a four out of 10, it will get to a 10 out of 10. And then once it's present, uh, it's going to take a couple of days for it to resolve. And um, there's really nothing that he can do to kind of speed that process up besides offload it. So took him through a quick screen. I usually, things like this, I typically will relook at gate if I didn't get a good assessment whenever they came in the door because a lot of times I'm busy with a patient. So confirmed the Trendelenburg that wasn't changing. It was just kind of staying the same. It wasn't initially getting worse. Uh, asked him if he could correct it, if he could fix it. He couldn't. Run him through the SFMA top tier pain with that single leg stance. As soon as he picks up his unaffected leg and he's just standing on the on the affected one, maybe lasted three seconds. I got to put my foot down. This hurts too bad. We then attempted doing a, a step down test, right? So a step down test is where, and actually I, I, I digress. 
he couldn't do a single leg stance, so I had him attempt a one lateral step up on a four inch step, and he couldn't even initiate that. Right, just just everything just super painful, super irritable. Not really getting much out of it, just because there's no tolerance there. So, kind of have an idea that we're dealing with some type of bony stress injury. I mean, pretty obvious, even just you know before he says anything, walking to the parking lot. But I still want to do my due diligence because I'm thinking already in my head, I'm going to refer this guy out. I want to waste his time or his money because the gold standard for for moral neck is an MRI, right? And that, that costs a shit ton of money, right? That's going to pretty much use up your your deductible, maybe you're out of pocket, depending on what your insurance plan. So you don't want to do these things lightly. So take him back into the room, and um, you know, because in the back of my head, I'm thinking. We just did an episode with Colleen Barkley, the bone nerd. And if you hadn't had a chance, go back and listen to that. She is the quintessential expert on PT radiology, bony diagnoses, especially for more on that stress fracture. She was the one that has the background working with the recruits at Fort Jackson and basic basic training. So just really, really good episode. So I'm thinking about like her advice and things that she's taught me over the years, um, just kind of getting to know her, um, you know, as a patient and, and her being a mentor to me. And um she did say just I wouldn't hop test these people because you could break it. So in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I really just want I mean, this guy just ran a 10K or, or kind of hobbled his way through it. Surely he can do a couple hops. So I did. When I took him back to the room. I did have him just attempt just a couple just teeny tiny little pogo jumps on both legs. I didn't have him do any kind of single leg hop and that that lit him up. So got him off his feet, had him sit down. Um, in the sitting position, test that I really hate because it's never positive, uh, the fulcrum test, right? And if you're not familiar with that, uh, look at those, uh, the physio tutors guys, those are the German guys. I think they do a really good job doing the special test. Um, I, I basically did it the way that they teach it. So I started out very distal, worked my way up more proximal. Everything lit him up. The more proximal I got, the more intense the pain got. And I was like, man, this this is a test that's, that's never, ever positive, like rarely. Um, got him on his back, went through active and passive hip assessment all that was was completely completely normal, right? Everything was full, pain free, strong. However you want to word that, however you want to grade that. Um, I then did just a little bit of easy percussion testing. So I bumped the bottom of his heel. Heel. Um, I, I tapped a few other places um, along his hip and femur, and that lit him up too, right? So just just sending that vibration up his leg, um, just just lit him up. So I was like, all right, I, I think this is enough. So um, what I did was I was like, I was like, dude, I. I I hate doing this. I, you know, I hate referring people out unless it's absolutely needed, but I think this is a case where it's the right thing to do. I need to send you out. We need to get this thing MRI. I know you had the x-ray, but if there is something going on with a bony stress issue, um, x-ray ain't going to show, right? It's going to be an MRI. And I was like, I was like, I, you know, I, I recognize that there's a time commitment, a, a money commitment with this, but I think it's what we need to do. So, um, I brought my cell phone in and, and shout out to, to Nikki at Prisma. I, I just, just awesome, right? I, I love that team there. I mean, I called her. She picks up the phone immediately. She's like in the middle of lunch at Chipotle, and she's like, oh, yeah, send me his info. I'll get him in. So, you know, they call him that day, get him in. Sure enough, the MRI was was positive for a femoral neck stress fracture, and um, I believe the words that were used um, from the ortho was was impressive. Not referring to PT, it was referring to that that fracture. It was an impressive fracture. So um, the, I haven't worked with him again. I haven't seen him since. I will see him later this week. Um, I think the, the I had to clear up some things um, that might have been lost in translation, but he's basically instructed to do um, no lower body exercises for three months. Um my thoughts of this are, you know, th- these things are going to be like a, you know, six to eight weeks bone healing process. And, you know, we're going to basically do a lot of BFR, a lot of, you know, progressive loading just to build everything up to get that, that bone heal, get it as dense as we can. And then we'll reintroduce some impact when it's appropriate. I'm going to work with him on his running program so we don't get to a situation where he does this thing again. Um, 
I'm expecting him to be non-weight-bearing, but I haven't seen him yet. So I'll see him in a couple of days. And if you guys are interested, let me know. And um, I'll do a follow-up episode about this. And I'm sure we'll probably drop it into a conversation when um, Josh gets back on board. Um, but if you haven't already, be sure to check out all of the sponsors of Phyllis in the show notes. We just picked up a couple, right? We picked up Saga BFR Cups. Those are the wireless and the tubeless cuffs that our friends at the Ultimate Fighting Championship Performance Institute use. We also picked up the, the mobility stick as well, too. So 10% off for both of those. Um, the discount codes are, are in the show notes. And if you got anything out of this episode, if it's something that you liked, um, it, it, all he asks is that you, you share it with a friend, right? Share the friend, you know, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. And this is a better, faster podcast. We'll be back next week. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.